Welcome to Opt In with April Jasper, relevant conversations about topics important to eye care providers today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We appreciate being a part of your life and being invited into your day. It is such a joy to be able to help our colleagues to bring value to their patients and to help you strengthen and grow your business. Join us at optometricmanagementeducation.com where you can learn more about all of the other services we provide. We have a subscription service that you can be a part of where you can learn and teach your team from the courses that we've recorded on all of the topics that are relevant to your success. We also have consulting services. And right now, if you give us a call, schedule a call with me, I'll be happy to talk to you about what we can do to help you grow your business one-on-one. Welcome everyone. David and I are excited to be with you again. And we are going to talk this week about how extraordinary people become that way. And to be fair, we took this information, a lot of it from a lovely book, and uh, we'll talk to you a little bit about it, but it's one by Brendan Burchard. And the name of the book is High Performance Habits and How Extraordinary People Become That Way. And his website, by the way, is Brendan, B-R-E-N-D-O-N.com. Yeah. So let's get into an overview of this and these six high performance traits or habits. Yeah, Yeah. it's great. This is amazing. So I purposely didn't, I've told David a little bit about what we're talking about, but I didn't want him to have all the information because I want him to hear it and react to it just the way you guys will. So Brendan Burchard, just so you know who he is, he actually is a high-performance coach. He's one of the leading high-performance coaches in the world and one of the most quoted and followed personal development trainers. He's worked with so many famous clients, one of whom is Oprah Winfrey. And so as we go through his six high-performance habits, I will walk you through the six really quick, but we're not going to talk about all of them. First is seek clarity. Second, generate energy. Do we feel energetic today? Oh, yeah, definitely. Three, raise necessity. Four, increase productivity. Five, develop influence. And six, demonstrate courage. Wow. Those are pretty uh, Those are pretty intense. Yeah, we'd be here all day if we talked about yeah. those today. So what area do you want to focus on? I want to talk about the one that I feel like is so important to me. All of them, all all of them are great. And you will love the book. Listen to it. I have it actually on my iPad. I bought the hard copy and I have the audio version because I wanted to finish it once I started it. So it, it just embedded everything I was doing. But the area I think that uh, I want us to talk about today is generate energy, which is number two of his six high performance habits. Right. I love this quote, David, by Ralph Waldo Emerson. The world belongs to the energetic. Doesn't it make you tired, though, hearing it? Sort of. So, you know, we talk about generating energy. And when he talks about it in the book, he says there's three areas you need to be thinking about. Mental, physical, and emotional energy. Yep. And some of them kind of make sense when you think about it. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can imagine how your mind has to be in the right place, that you have to be physically energetic and strong. And then emotionally, you have to be in a good place as well. Right. Which when I say it makes me tired thinking about it, I think that what I mean by that is I'm having, I'm, I'm expecting so much from you when I tell you this, but there've got to be some ways to get there and we're going to help everybody get there. That's right. So the three steps he discusses to generating energy are one, release tension, comma, set intention. Mm-hmm. 
So we'll talk more about the details in a second, but let me go on to the three. Number two, bring the joy. Yep. And three, optimize health. Okay, so how do you release tension and set? <clears throat> so you got to release tension and yeah. set intention. One <clears throat> of the best examples I love from his book, and I can see it happening with us. A lot of people know that David and I travel and uh, we do a lot of speaking sometimes together, most of the time alone, meaning I'm the one speaking, David's the one making me look good. He uh, takes care of all the audio visuals, IT, all the stuff that needs to be done. And, and the reason that's important, and I tell him this all the time, and I know he knows it, but Brendan Burchard even says it. He says, when you go to do something else, like we go to a place have breakfast, it's time to get on stage. You have to release the tension from everything in your day and in your mind that was on your mind and then set intention to what you're going to be doing. So he describes it as having a transition stop. So close your eyes literally and say release. So he tells people what I would recommend you do is before you go on to that next thing that you're gonna do, before you transition, Close your eyes, say release while you release the tension in your mind and your body. So you'll feel it coming out of your muscles. You'll feel it releasing from your heart, your mind, mm -hmm. just moving on from whatever the first and last situation was. And then second, you intentionally set your mind onto what you're going to do next. And by doing that, and I used to do this, David, do you remember the early days of when I first started speaking, yeah. I'd be getting ready before I would go to do an event mm -hmm. and you'd look at me and be like, what are you doing? Are you okay? Because I was so quiet Yep. and I would tell you, I'm picturing it in my head and I am not an athlete. So I had no idea that's something that athletes do. And it all goes back to what Brendan teaches in his book, yep. but I would picture success and what that looked like. And I would see it happening in my mind's eye. Yep. And I did it because I needed to put my mind in a good place. So he says, though, what's crazy, and it's so amazing when you think about it, Brendan Bouchard says that you need to do that even when you come home from work. So hmm. he uses another example of one of his clients that would come home from work, CEO of a company, yep. and he'd go from being in the car to now moving to the house and if he didn't set intentionally, release the tension and intentionally set his mind on how he's going to walk in the door and greet his wife and his children, he would not be in the same place. And once he started doing that, close your eyes, yeah. release, and it's just a minute, just 30 seconds even, and then intentionally picture what is my house going to look like when I walk in? I'm going to greet my, my wife, my spouse. I'm going to be happy, excited. And I'm going to say hi to my kids. I'm going to ask them about their day and we're going to have a lovely evening. And it makes all the difference in the world if you intentionally do that. And that was just number one, release yeah. tension and set intention. Amazing. So how do you bring joy? Yeah. So that was number two. And I will tell you that is one that I struggle with. Not that I'm not happy, but I don't think that my face, my resting face shows happy. Yeah. And well, I, you can go from a long day of, right. you could have three patients out of your 25 that are just unbelievable patients that you would have never thought you'd see today, whether it be good a, or bad. a problem or right. something good or just something that they're going through, not having anything to do with eyes. Yeah. It could be the patients literally finalized their divorce and just walked in the door. Right. And you have, you're having to help them through that. Yeah. 
So you have to turn all of that off, basically. Yep. You have and to release that. Yeah. We are proud to be sponsored by MacuHealth, a triple carotenoid formula that is the only one with mesozeaxanthin, lutein, and zeaxanthin. David and I have been using MacuHealth in our practice for several years. We love it because it's patented with micromycelle technology. It's clinically proven to restore macular pigment and supported by level one scientific evidence. So we have confidence that it works. No, you're right. And I didn't used to think about it, but reading and, and studying and learning helps you to better understand why do I go through mm -hmm. these things in life and how can I how can I do better? How can I go back to what we're talking about today, which is becoming extraordinary and how yep. do I control all of this? All right, so bring the joy. Here's yep. another quote that he uses in his book, which I love. It's by Abraham Lincoln. Most folks are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. And I love that. I get so tired of people letting themselves and their attitude be dictated by their circumstances. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I am not. And next time I do, I want you to stop me. <laughs> and I want you to remind me to bring the joy. Yep. And so here's how you do that. So he's and, got some, uh, yeah. what, some performance props. Oh my goodness. These are so good. And I sure hope you, you follow some of these because I will tell you they make a difference. Mm -hmm. One, every morning, ask yourself three questions to prompt positive emotions for the rest of the day. So what that means is, so for example, today we're here, we're recording with you. And as much as it looks like, and sounds like maybe it's easy, it, it actually is, it's not. And it's not because you're sharing your heart and your soul yeah. and you don't want people to be offended. Yeah. And you want them to be uplifted. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot. And you're hoping just that something you say will make a positive difference. But what I, what he wants us to do and what he says in his book is every morning, ask yourself three questions that are going to set up the rest of the day, such as what challenges might come up today that you're going to face. And when they do show up, how will you address them in such a way that you will have a positive outcome? And think about it ahead of time, because that way you don't wake up dreading the day. If you wake up dreading your days, there's a lot of things I could tell you. But the first one is try to get through it by addressing those challenges and picturing in your mind what that positive result is going to be. So that's the first one do every morning. Yep. And then the second one, David's going to love this because he knows this is all me. Set triggers to prompt positive feelings and memories and thoughts. All right. So here's some examples. A sticky note on your door. So when you walk out the front door, there's a note or a uh, picture or something there that reminds you that your day is going to be amazing. Or maybe a sticky note on your mirror in the bathroom that tells you you are amazing. And maybe it's a bracelet that you wear or something you carry with you. So I have three bracelets that are way too many, I know. But um, the point of them, they all have meaning. And so I won't tell you all of them, but there's one that is a hurricane, which of all things, why would I wear a hurricane on my arm? And I think for me, it's because David and I went through some of our hardest times in the business right after hurricanes. We went through several yep. and they were all very difficult and we had to endure and we had to continue to keep going. And so why would I wear a reminder of that? Well, because I'm remembering the fact that we endured right, and we came through it. Mm -hmm. And we're better as a result of it. Absolutely. And so what could be worse? You know, sometimes, and, and I don't, I'm not really asking for worse, <laughs> but what I'm saying is it's so important for me to remember the good times. And it turns out it's good for all of us. Right. Remember the positive things. Remember mm -hmm. the things you've done that have gotten you through stuff. And 
have that be something you replay in your head when you have difficult moments. Right. Which is basically the third. Yeah. The third thing. So we talked about every morning asking three questions two set triggers to prompt positive feedback mm-hmm. and then three create a routine for replaying the positive moments of your day. Right. So what about optimizing health? Yeah. So that one's tough and yet it's easy. So we all know that we need to be healthier. I will tell you though, I was shocked when 2020 hit and um, we were not in the office as much. Mm -hmm. I thought, and you might even remember me saying it, wow, we're going to be in the best shape of our lives because we're going to have nothing but time to exercise. And I thought really that would be us, but I didn't realize we'd also have a whole lot of time to eat. <laughs> and uh, maybe we didn't exercise as much as we thought we would. Right. Because we rolled right into summer in the worst heat of Florida. Right. And then we started doing a lot more work from home, which the challenge there is you don't have any idea how little you're moving right. around. Yep. You're not getting out of your chair. Yep. You're sitting at your desk a lot more. You work almost, we work more from home when we're home than yeah. we did when we were at the office. Yeah. And you don't realize how little you're getting up. I would get almost 10,000 steps a day when I see patients. Mm -hmm. But when we work from the house and do stuff at home, I'll get to my watch and look at my steps and be like, oh my goodness, I've only walked like 2,000 steps. And that was just getting up and going and getting a coffee and coming back and checking the door and making sure the dogs are okay. It's, It's important that you optimize your health. Right. And the three areas that we need to be looking at, exercise, sleep, and nutrition. Now we recorded a ton of stuff on nutrition. So go back and listen to some of those podcasts. They're hugely valuable. Mm-hmm. I know you'll love them. And eating right is really, really important. But I think the two that most people don't do well are the other two, which are sleep and exercise. Yeah. And the good thing about, well, I mean, at the beginning of COVID, we actually did get a lot of exercise. We yeah. had family coming over. We had friends coming over. We were on our bikes all the time. We did it was so much more than what we had done previously just because we had, you know, yeah. you're out at 11 o'clock in the morning riding the bike with friends and family. Yeah. And that was not anything like we did before, obviously right. you're at work. So that was a, a definite positive about being home. And now I think the challenge is, and I see it all the time. I know if you're listening, you've been there, you may be in this spot right now, as you say to me, April, I, I hear you. And yet I don't have time to sleep. And I don't have time to exercise. And what I will tell you is you will find there is so much evidence. And if you read through this book by Brendan Burchard, he talks about the fact that so many CEOs and um, again, the whole, the whole top topic is extraordinary people. The whole reason these people fall apart and end up getting into spots where they don't want to be in life is because they have not taken care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, uh, David and I have had to be intentional about that too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a night person and that means I work out at night. I find if I work out in the morning, I am exhausted all day long. I feel like I never get my energy back. If I work out at night, I've learned I can sleep like a baby. And so we had to figure out our uh, best way of doing this. And mm-hmm. then I don't know why, but it would only make sense that if you are someone who doesn't know anything about exercise, which is me, and you don't know how to work out, which was me, that maybe you should hire somebody that can help you and teach you just like we do with everything else in life. And so that's been part of our life for the last six months. And what a difference it's made. Yep. 
So when you go back to, again, this is only number two of Brendan Burchard's six high performance habits. We're only on generate energy. Yeah. There's but, a lot more stuff to go through. Yeah. But if you think about it, can you imagine you eat right? You get seven hours of sleep every night, which is what is recommended for mm. anyone, especially if you want your brain functioning at the highest level. And then you're exercising. Imagine the difference in your life. Yeah. You will have energy that you never had before. And he goes through this whole description of how extraordinary people, the things they have in common, one of them is that they follow these steps to generating energy. Yep. So which of those, David, do you think of, of releasing uh, tension, set intention, bringing joy and optimizing health? Which one stands out to you? I think the, I think a lot of people have a hard time with bring the joy. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, I mean, throughout the day, not even at the office, you could be at a restaurant. How many times have you had a, a waiter or waitress that just didn't do their job right? And you're, you or I have the opportunity to change that. Half the time you want to say they're getting a lower tip. But a lot of times I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to give them a little extra. Maybe it'll change them. And, right. and it's not, I'm not going to give them a hundred dollar tip or something just crazy, but it's, it's just, you know, they're going through something. You don't yeah. know what they've been through that morning, that day, whatever it is. And, and you have the opportunity to change that. So, yeah. and if you don't take that step, then it's, it's, that's your fault. Yeah. And that's the way I like to think of things when I'm out and about with people. I think the other alternative to bringing joy to your life is that you can choose to let all the circumstances around you bring you down. And so I, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be there. I'd much rather be happy. It doesn't mean bad things don't happen to me. They do, mm -hmm. unfortunately, yeah. more often than I would appreciate or like. And yet I have to continue to remember that my place in life is to not be reactive, but to be proactive. Like Abraham Lincoln said, most people are as happy as they make up their minds to be. Yeah. So I'm with you. I think the one that stands out to me of all of the steps to generating energy, the one that stands out the most to me is release tension and set intention. I think if you ask my family, they will tell you the one thing that I am probably not as strong at as I could be is stopping or quitting. By quitting, I mean leaving the challenge or problem I was just in and then starting new in the moment I'm in right now. Yeah. All of us, I think, can do a better I job. Think, yeah. That's just a, that's a 99% people probably. It's not, yeah. I'm right there with you, but it's just, you pick, pick the worst one, right? Yeah. Which one, which one do you need to put focus on, right? Isn't it really cool though, when you see people that do it well yeah. and you see that they walk out their door and they're always happy and you, right. you would, you think sometimes in my younger, uh, more naive days, I thought, lucky them, they have everything going for them, never knowing that they have their own problems. Yeah. Everybody's got them. It's yeah. just a matter of how we deal with them. And, and we also have to remember that we, like you said, can be a big influence mm -hmm. on other people and how they're doing in their day, which goes back to earlier podcasts that we've done that are all about helping to bring value to our patients. Right. And hearing them and understanding what they're going through and helping them wherever they are at that mm -hmm. moment in time. Yep. Wow. Oh my goodness. I love talking about these things, but I think what's incredible at that, about this one is knowing that uh, it's not the other people that are extraordinary. 
We all can be extraordinary. It's just a matter of being intentional. So hopefully this has helped everyone a little bit. And remember, we're only on step two, generating energy. There's a lot more to talk about. So we'll, we'll talk more next time. Thank you to NeuroLens for being a sponsor of our podcast. We have really appreciated having the option of NeuroLens for our patients in our practice. At least two thirds of people experience the symptoms of eye misalignment. And that number grows as we continue to shift to remote work and learning. The symptoms of headaches, eye strain, dry eyes, and neck pain, eye fatigue, even motion sickness can be extreme. Even small misalignments can cause painful symptoms and even small prism correction can provide dramatic relief. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Opt In with Dr. April Jasper.